the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, we've been talking about how our, under, our perspectives affect our priorities. So then, how does a spiritual renewal in the land of Israel on the other side of the world influence Highlands to be more passionate and zealous about the gospel? You know, this little clip that I play at the beginning of each broadcast is designed or is supposed to interest you in the rest of the content. And if I was listening to that for the first time, I'll tell you it would grab me. <laughs> Great question, and I look forward to the answer. You're listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely, an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and I'll talk a bit more about the church at the end of the broadcast. Here's Pastor Leighton. Now I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 36. And while you're turning to Ezekiel chapter 36, let me digress to some other areas that I just want to highlight for you that are not directly related to Ezekiel 36. But chapter 18 of the book of Revelation describes the fall of a massive, godless, economic, uh, political, and religious system called Babylon. And it describes how people afar off are going to lament the fall of Babylon and how they're going to be affected by the fall of Babylon. Over the centuries of mankind previous, every nation was generally very economically independent. In other words, an economic downturn in one country would not affect the country next to it, or it would affect it in a minor way. I can remember as a young teenager going with my family to Thailand, and one morning Dad got us up early, put us on a bus, we drove a couple of hours, and we spent that day as a family working in a refugee camp. We were helping people who had escaped from Cambodia or Laos, I don't remember which one, where the, the socialists were murdering and, and killing people, and, and there was no way to provide for a family. And so these refugees had escaped from one country to the next. In other words, each economy was independent. Well, each economy is no longer independent. The economies of the world are all interconnected now as of just the last couple of decades. And that's why a, uh, a downturn in the stock market in America affects the stock market values in Japan and vice versa. We're all interconnected. So this chapter of Revelation, chapter 18, wasn't even possible until just the last few decades uh, to happen in the history of mankind. The nightly news carries stories about unrest in the Middle East, and we know that that has gone on for thousands of years. One of the focuses right now is a concern about Iran developing nuclear weapons. They're doing that with the assistance of Russia and Russia's, Russia's scientists. They're doing that for the purpose of destroying Israel, and that is their stated goal. Um, to understand what, I, what they're doing, what Iran is doing or trying to do is you have to understand how small Israel is. It's only 200 miles north to south. That's like from here to Fresno or something like that. 
And at its widest point, it's about 60 miles across, which is like here to Sacramento or something like that. It's a small country. And modern jet fighters can travel across that country in seconds. And yet in that, Iran is developing nuclear weapons to attack that small little nation with the help of Russia. What is Russia getting out of it? Russia is getting pipelines into the Middle East. Now, Russia doesn't, is not desperate for oil. Russia is ranked sixth or seventh in the world in its natural crude reserves. Uh, it's not desperate for oil. But what has happened is, is for the first time in known history, these nations of Russia and Iran have formed an alliance. And that alliance was foretold in Scripture. It's called Gog and Magog. And that's only occurred in the last few years. And they formed an alliance against God's people. Now, what do they have in common? Well, Russia is socialists. Socialists are uh, atheists. Socialism is an atheist uh, belief system. So they believe there is no God. Uh, Iran is Muslim. Uh, so what do they have in common? They're, they don't have a religious system in common except for the fact that both are anti-God, anti-Christ. And so they are working together and we are seeing prophecy fulfilled before our very eyes. Now this is an interesting passage. I'm, we're in Ezekiel chapter 36. And let's pick it up at verse 23. I will show the holiness of my great name which has been profaned among the nations, the name you have profaned among them. Then the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Sovereign Lord, when I show myself holy through you before their eyes. For I will take you out of the nations, I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. You will live in the land I gave your forefathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and make it plentiful and will not bring famine upon you. I will increase the fruit of the trees and of the crops of the field so that you will no longer suffer disgrace among the nations because of famine. God said, I will gather you from all the countries and bring back bring you back into your own land. He was speaking to his people, the people of Israel, and something unprecedented in the history of mankind occurred in May of 1948. For after 2,000 years without a homeland, the people of Israel were reestablished as a nation in their original homeland. Now, Ezekiel's prophecy indicates a few things. It says, the people of Israel will be gathered together again in their homeland from wherever they've been uh, scattered among the nations of the earth. Uh, God says he will prosper them. Today, the gross domestic product of, of Israel is twice that of any other Middle Eastern nation. And so those parts of the prophecy have been fulfilled. But the part about spiritual renewal hasn't been because Israel has been a secular nation. But things are beginning to change. Let me see if I can explain this. Originally, the Christian church was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. The apostles were Jewish. All of the first converts to the church were Jewish. 
But something started happening. We're told about uh, Peter being called by the Holy Spirit to go to the home of uh, Cornelius in chapter 10 of Acts. And uh, the Holy Spirit began moving among the Gentiles. In fact, the influx of Gentiles was so great that the Jewish leaders of the church didn't know what to do with them. And so they got together, and, and that's recorded for us in Acts chapter 15. And, and what has happened since that time is the church has more and more become Gentile. It's predominantly Gentile. Many Jews have not accepted Jesus Christ as their promised Messiah, their Savior and Lord, until very recently. When I was uh, in 1996, I had the privilege of visiting Israel. And it was very educational for me. And I, I had a chance to talk with some of the Christians over there. And they would share their faith. And they would celebrate if two or three Jewish people received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior in any given week. That was cause for celebration. I was with uh, Pastor Jack Hayford a couple of years ago, along with some other pastors. And Pastor Jack Hayford announced that there is a spiritual renewal taking place in the nation of Israel that Jewish people are coming to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior by the hundreds and by the thousands. Now, things are changing, folks. The second part, or the other part of that prophecy of Ezekiel is beginning to come to pass. Now, we've been talking about how our, under, our perspectives affect our priorities. So then, how does a spiritual renewal in the land of Israel on the other side of the world influence highlands to be more passionate and zealous about the gospel, about sharing the gospel? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. I want to invite you to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11. Um, part of the answer to that is found in Genesis chapter 12, where God says those who bless Israel will be blessed and those who curse will be cursed. But I want you to look at Romans chapter 11 because there's an interesting verse found in here which will give us some insight. Chapters 9 and 10 and 11 were written by the Apostle Paul to explain to Gentiles what was happening to the, to the Jewish part, uh, the, the, why the Jews were hesitant to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Look at Romans chapter 11, verse 25. Paul writes, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. Now, this passage should cause every Christian to shudder. And the reason it should cause every Christian to shudder is, is because it says there's a day coming when the last Gentile is going to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The last Gentile is going to come into the church. The last Gentile is going to go to heaven instead of hell. There's a day coming when the last Gentile is going to receive Jesus Christ and Lord, as Lord and Savior. And that day is related to the day when the nation of Israel softens their hearts towards the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that day is beginning to dawn. And that's why we are so passionate about sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with the community around us, because time might be short. Now, I want to be very careful here to make sure I'm not misunderstood. 
it might sound like Church of the Highlands is not interested in sharing the gospel with Jewish people. That's not the case. We are, God is not willing that any should perish. We are passionate about sharing the gospel with everyone. What I'm pointing out in this verse is that time for sharing the gospel with Gentiles may be coming to, a, to an end soon. And every one of us here has family members and friends and co-workers and neighbors who have not yet responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Following that comment, Pastor Layton extended an invitation to anyone in the congregation who would like to commit their life to Christ, to know more about what that relationship means, uh, to come forward. And many did. And it's always an encouraging time when You see the Lord working in such a dramatic way in other people's lives. If you're listening and you would like to know more about what it means to be a follower of Christ, I encourage you to get in touch with the staff at Church of the Highlands and ask your questions. The contact information is on their website. That's probably the easiest way for you to get in touch. That's highlands.us. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. This is an outreach of Church of the Highlands, supported in part by those of you who listen. And you can contribute to this ministry when you go to that website as well. Have a great weekend, and join us on Monday when we'll start a new series and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.